I'm with Dave and we are Sumo Mainichi. We're bringing you each day's action from the Haru Basho and today is day nine. And there was some big news today. Yeah, so it came through uh, at about three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Ura is Kyujo. Big, big news. So obviously we saw him in that amazing bout against Enho yesterday. Uh, He's citing a left calf injury. We know he's been looking after his knees and looking a bit ginger after a couple of those bouts, but I don't think I saw where this injury happened. No, I didn't either. I wonder whether a calf is better than a knee or better than a... Oh, uh, soft tissue, 100%. Yeah, better than a... uh, What are these ones? What do you strain, yeah? Oh, quads. Yeah. Well, I think as long as it's muscle. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up before the end of this I, again. I wouldn't be surprised either if he just needs to rest it today or yep. something. But uh, a shame, a real shame not to see him today. And the other news that we we missed, I think it must have come out yesterday or something, we missed that Hakuho has had his surgery. So this is the surgery for his knee injury last, and he had it last Friday. So it's endoscopic surgery. Hang on. Shouldn't it be endoscopic? <laughs> you know, the Miyagino Bayer thing. I'll show myself out. <laughs> oh, he's going right out. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, well, I guess I'll do the rest of the podcast by myself. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry about that. Endoscopic surgery. Two months of recovery from that. And Hakuho will be <laughs> okay. I've got to get myself together now. Hakuho will be out for May. We we knew that uh, when the injury when he talked about the injury, but uh, the surgery just confirms it. It's the same knee that he had surgery on last August, so obviously a big big problem for him. Lots of swelling, lots of fluid on the knee, which always sounds disgusting. Well, um, I mean that that part of it's easily fixed. I, I just I just wonder. Something's grinding in there. Well, I mean, it's just a lot of time out of sumo again. Is it worth it just to come back for one basho? Mm. So the thought is he'll he'll come back in July and um, probably go out cute. Probably <laughs> retire. Well, well every- retired actually, or not retired. Related news is that the YDC, the Yokozuna Deliberation Council, apparently are meeting after March after Haru. Okay. They're going to grace us with their presence. What are these lads got to say? Old uh, lads. I can imagine the agenda they send out beforehand. Oh, it'd be long, wouldn't it? It would. It'd be and long and a lot of dot points. And a couple of points at the end. Huckahaw. Um, The other guy. What's his name? Kakuri. Kakuri. <laughs> Should we well, be doing I've a sumo on. podcast? Gee. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Gee. It'd be a lot of dot points about their family and how everyone was going. Mm. And then a bit about Hako and Kaku at the end, and they'll be like, can you guys please get on with it? Well, I think everyone will be watching their recommendations very closely after that meeting. <laughs> uh, we saw Abi win today against Tenozan. Yeah, he's in the lead on 5-0, along with Makushita 15, Tokisake, and Makushita 33, Tanabe. There's also quite a few guys on 4-1. It's too early to call anything, of course, but uh, good news for Arby um, doing well so far, doing his brand of sumo or some brand of sumo. Hmm. No one's quite sure. So let's move on to uh, Jiria. Shahoryu is the Makushita visitor today. 
He's had to come up to Jurio twice already, getting a good workout. <laughs> had to do hard work. The other time was against Jokori and he lost, but this time he beats Nishikigi. He's two and three at Makushita three, and Nishikigi is three and six. Ichi Yamamoto was dominant against Nishiki Fuji. He moves to six and three. Nishiki Fuji four and five. Bushozan got Chiyono Umi in a headlock and flipped him for a Kubinage victory. A very much needed win for him. Bushozan moves to five and four. And a ginger looking Chiyono Umi after a bit of a nasty fall is four and five. Joe Koryu and Yago were next, both with extremely loose purple belts. And they got into some belt sumo, and it's Jokoryu who lifts Yago somehow across the belts, Yago being a very big man. Jokoryu four and four, Yago three and five. Tohakuryu, well, not only is he having a shocker, but he loses today by doing a full air henker against Chohozan. Is he mad? <laughs> Turns out Chohozan is the one who's mad. He comes back and he shoves Tohakuryu out. Oh, it's his makakoshi. It's it was what was he thinking? A little bit sad because afterwards he just like it was like air deflated oh from him. He just God. went. Ugh. Wow. I felt sorry for him. He's makakoshi. Chohozan is four and five. Takakento put up with a face full of shoves and slaps from Kyoku Taisei. But then he moved him away and out of the doyo, Oshidashi. So Takakento with that win four, five and four. Kyokutaisei four and five. The next bout was quite important in the Jurio Yusho race. Takagenji and Azamaru. Takagenji, though, looked a bit mad. Was he mad at himself after getting controlled and beaten by Azamaru? They both came in today on 5 3 with that loss. Takagenji moves to 5 4. Azamaru moves to 6 and 3. Up next, Hakuyozan stepped up and accepted his Fusen show with Uda being Kyujo, and he moves to 6-3. Chiatori energised from his win yesterday, and he used his stomach to a bumpity Mitoryu straight out. Chiatori is 3-6 and six now, Mitoryu 4-5. and five. Well, another one important in the Yusho race, Wakamoto Haru got up and under the arms of Chiyono O and picked up another win. He moves to 6-3 and three as well. Chiyono or five and four. One of the Jurio leaders, Mr. Sumo, Chiyamaru himself, gets himself into a pickle. He let Kyokushuho onto his belt and got dumped on the ground as a result. Chiyamaru, one off the leaderboard now. He's six and three, as long as other people can win, that is. Kyokushuho is three and six. Ishira picks up a flurried Katsukashi win over Chirino Umi. Good work from Ishiura to get himself into the position to pull this off. It looked pretty cool. Ishiura, he's six and three, Chirino Umi four and five. Now the absolute bout of the day in Jurio. It was Aqua versus Enho. Aqua tries to dart to the right. Enho followed him. Went really low, picks up Aqua's leg, and as Aqua tried to get away, Enho picked him up with the leg and the back of the belt and slammed him down on his back, wrestling style. This was absolutely spectacular. It was How really did he something do this? to see. Yeah, takes Enho to seven and two. He's now the sole leader. Aqua is four and five. The Kimarite was Tsuriyotoshi, so a lifting body slam. I think if you're uh, at all familiar with other styles of wrestling. This looks really familiar. It does. It's that one where the whole uh, 
the whole equivalent well, pick, of the dojo shakes when you slam them yeah, down. Yeah, you pick them up, you slam them down. Yeah. Uh, it's very rare to see such a small guy be able to do this, but Akawa did seem to help him a little bit. I don't know if he was jumping at the wrong time, but Enho was positioned perfectly here. Uh, not the most common kimarate. No, it's not. So it doesn't happen very often. Uh, we looked it up and it's there's like one a year or so, but that's all throughout um, all of the divisions. It happens actually more often in the lower divisions. Mm. The last time it happened in Jurio, just by the by, was uh, Mainumi, who was on the... Um, on, on the, the telecast. Telecast today. today as one of the commentators and that was in 1997. So that was the last time this move was done in Jirio. Really cool to see. Have a look at the video. It was cool by Enho. In the battle of the two ex-Makuchi guys who are struggling, Sadanumi and Tokushoryu, Sadanumi came out on top. He's four and five, Tokushoryu two and seven. Okay, well, let's have a look at the Jirio Yusho race. Clear on seven wins is Enho on seven two. Big pack of Rikishi on six wins. We've got Ishiura, Chiyomaru, Wakamoto Haru, Ura, Azumaru, Hakuyozan, and Ichiyamamoto. So still a lot of people in contention for Yusho. Let's crack in to Makuchi, the top division bouts first of the day. Jurio visitor, Daisho Maru, up against Hidenumi. Hidenumi made short work of Daisho Maru today, jammed his hands under Daisho Maru's arms and drove him back over the bales. A straightforward Yori Kitty win for him. Back to Jurio, please, Daisho Maru. He's three and six at Jurio two and Hidenumi five and four. Kodoeko and Tsurigisha up next and Tsurigisha muscled forward. It was a bustle out of the touchy eye. Kodoeko tried to get something going, but then he was suddenly on the ground. Tsurigisho had slapped him right down a Hatagikomi win. I couldn't tell. Was this a case of Kodoeko losing his feet again? I wasn't or was, sure. Or was it purely the slap? I think it might have been the slap in this case. Mm. I mean, I don't think his feet were in a great position. No, well, I think he probably put himself in a slappable position <laughs> yes, there. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Uh, Kodoeko, with that loss, is five and four. Tsurigisho, he's clawing it back. He moves to four and five. Teretsuyoshi up next against Chiyoshoma. Teretsuyoshi burrowed in low at the touchy eye. He grabbed Chiyoshoma under the arms and dragged him to the ground. Katasukashi, this is this very hot move right now, the undershoulder swing down. He was pumped up. He was. He was so happy. Got a little bump on the head that he was rubbing, but I think he's okay. He's just finding the joy of getting low and swinging dudes around at the moment. Isn't he? I, I, I feel like he's really uh, enjoying his sumo. Yeah. I, I did see him rub his head afterwards, but then when I watched the replay, there wasn't a head clash there. I couldn't there. see the clash, yeah. So don't know what happened there. It could have been later in the bout and we were Might more distracted been. by the, the swinging, yeah. <laughs> swinging of Chiyoshoma. <laughs> I mean, Chiyoshoma, he's, he's, he's doing fine. He's coming forward at the touchy eye, but uh, Teretsuyoshi outwitted him today. Teretsuyoshi, six and three. Chiyoshama five and four. Akisayama up against Aoyama. And Akisayama, he wasn't scared to give Aoyama a slap. 
right across the face. Yeah. But then he paid for it because later Aoyama got in and gave him quite a massive whack across the face, the poor fellow. Aoyama was able to get in and around Akisayama's large bulk. He got his right hand on the belt. Akisayama tried to sidestep away, but Aoyama was following. He was watching him well and Akisayama was out Yorikiri. So Akisayama slapped Aoyama first. He did. All right, I missed that because yeah. I saw Aoyama clock him later on and I did not like that. Well, but the second one was so hard. Yeah, it was a lot harder, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't but Akisiyama, no, he went for it. Why not? Well, good on him. Did you see Akisiyama try to keep himself up on the dojo by holding onto Aoyama's belt? Yes. <laughs> so he was about to step off and he just reached out. He was like, if you don't mind, could I just use this? Yeah. And, he, and it, well, I, I don't think it kept him up there, but it definitely softened his blow <laughs> as he stepped down. So good positive sumo again from Aoyama. He moves to five and four. Akisiyama is four and five. Chiyotaryu and Yutakiyama up next. Yutakiyama met the Chiyotaryu charge, quickly followed up with some thrusting attacks that Chiyotaryu just couldn't handle. Yutakiyama continued the pummeling, driving Chiyotaryu back and over the bales. What a win. It was very good work from Yutakiyama. Great windmilling and a great shove on the chest of Chiyotaryu with his injured right arm. He was really... He was windmilling with it. He was pushing with it. It's funny. He doesn't seem to be favouring the left, does he? It He's leading with like that it. right right arm. Um, or maybe, oh, did you say his left arm was injured? Have I no, got his right arm's injured. Yeah, right yeah, elbow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but very, very happy to use it again today. We haven't seen the Chiyotaryu Express pull out from the station for a while, have we? No. There's not a lot of spice on his touchy eye. No, he's been mostly pushing people a little bit forward and pulling, pulling them down. Yeah. So. Um, he needs to toot toot out of the station a couple of times, I think. Well, Yutakiyama, he's another one clawing those wins back. He's four and five now. Chiyotaru on the same score. Midori Fuji and Dayamami. Dayamami came forward at the touchy eye and latched onto Midori Fuji's belt. Midori Fuji sensed the imminent danger and darted around to his right to avoid going over the bales. But Dayamami still had the grip. So Midori Fuji, he backed away more and he was kind of pulling Dayamami with him, dragging him by the belt. Again, this looked very dangerous, but then right as he got to the edge the second time, he twisted Diamami a little bit and Diamami's right knee buckled. Again, this was one of the ones where I'm not sure how much the force was from Midori Fuji and how much it was from a, a slip or a knee buckle from Diamami. Um, it was a kind of hineri win for Midori Fuji. This was a bizarre one to watch. Seeing Diamami almost echo Hokuto Fuji from yesterday, keep himself up on the bales as he drove towards Midori Fuji. Uh, but this time he stayed up. It just didn't look right. Daimami just looked all over the shop. Yeah, he did a bit. Yeah, and the dragging Daimami around is just so dangerous. Like at any point he can push him too far or he can push him over or he can do something with his grip. But I mean, maybe in a weird way, it's the best thing to do to try and oh. keep someone who's got their hands on their on your belt moving. Yeah, it is pretty weird, isn't it, that Daimami didn't let go. Yeah. But was still in the worst position all throughout this bout. <laughs> Either way, Midori Fuji, four and five. It's a score we've seen a few times today. I and mean, you're going to see it again. Daimami is also four and five. I call four and five on the way to a, a really tricky banzuke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. 
All right. Up next, Kaisei and Kagiyaki. Kagiyaki powers at Kaisei out of the touchy eye. He was attacking high here, but Kaisei handles the attacks well, pushes under the arms of Kagiyaki. Kaisei dropped his head here, tried to move Kagiyaki backwards, but Kagiyaki slipped as Kaisei took his weight back, and Kagiyaki fell to the ground with a little slap from Kaisei on the way down. I'm not entirely sure. I got the last part of that right. Well, it was Kaisei pulling back there that caused Kagiyaki to slip? Well, I, I wasn't sure either. I wasn't sure how much, again, this one was a genuine slip. I think it was a, a full slip here. And, again, the slip happens because yeah. they're yeah. in a difficult position. Kagiyaki's leaning forward. His feet are going backwards. Kaisei, what Kaisei did do, I think, was move out of the way. So yeah. he didn't impede him falling yep. and he did give him a little <laughs> love tap on the way down. Um, but I think this one did have to do with Kagiyaki's body position quite a bit. Yeah, completely agree. Kaisei moving quite well. He moves to five and four. Kagiyaki, three and six. Tochinoshin up against Ryuden and this was impressive. Ryuden straight off the touchy eye got a right hand grip. He stood Tochinoshin right up and then used his other hand on the front of Tochinoshin's mawashi to get in close. I think from here Tochinoshin got a bit freaked out because Ryuden was right in front of him, had this double handed grip. Then he did a quick grip flip to a huge belly hug. He had both arms around Tochinoshin clamped on his mawashi and there was nowhere that Tochinoshin could go from here. Where did this powerful sumo well, come from? I mean, it was belt sumo, but Ryuden was generating all of his power through his body. Um, I think the hands on the belt, they were, they were either just keeping Tochinoshin contained or close in. But yeah, Ryudin really put the body on the line today. Ryudin is four or five now. If you'd ask me to guess, I would say he might have had one win, two wins. Starting to put put it together now. He's nowhere near the form he has been in, but good to see him eke out a few wins. Tochinoshin with that loss is three and six. Hoshoryu up next against Ichinojo. Two Mongolians at different ends of the height scale. And an unlikely belt battle ensued as Hoshoryu took it to Ichinojo out of the touchy eye. They were jostling back and forth for position. And at one point, Ichinojo let go of his outside grip, worked his hand inside, got on Hoshoryu's belt, and it looked like here he was ready to finish this one off. But Hoshoryu, with his hands on the front and back of Ichinojo's belt, simply threw the giant man down to the ground. A spectacular uate, no, a shitatenage win. Oh, there you go. Oh, I thought it was uatenage. Yeah, underarm. There you go. Uh, I have a theory on this one, and it's too hard to explain, actually. I tried to think about it before, but I think it was basically in the time where Hoshoryu, so Hoshoryu was trying to keep Ichinojo's hands off his belt and vice versa, and then he... He got his own front of belt grip on Ichinojo, as you said, and that let Ichinojo get his own belt grip, but before, which would have been a, a problem for Hoshoryu, but before uh, Ichinojo could do anything about it, that's when Hoshoryu did the throw. So I think this win was due to, I mean, all the setup, but then that moment where when Ichinojo was consolidating his grip, Hoshoryu threw mm. at that point. And I think that's why Ichinojo was off balance or just wasn't quite ready for it and why he went down. Because otherwise it's not 
it's not always at the moment when he's in form that easy to throw Ichinojo from that position. Well, it's never easy to throw Ichinojo. Yeah. So I think it was that precise moment of the grip flip yeah. before it was established. So I think that was super cool sumo from yeah. Hoshori to see that precise time to do that move. And Hoshori was pumped up after this one. He was. This he was should a be. big win. Uh, it takes him to five and four. Good stuff for him after a shaky start. Ichinojo is on the same score. Tamawashi up against Chianakuni. Chianakuni put in a big meet and move to his left. Tamawashi blundered through, but Chianakuni couldn't put him away from here with a push and he had to resort to a pull down instead, which also worked. Yeah. Hikiotoshi win to Chianakuni. Yeah. I mean, the meet and move was good, but Tamawashi recovered so quickly. Yeah. It yeah. did require Chinakuni to work harder than any of us thought he would need to. Well, I was surprised that he got the pull off because yeah. he, the push definitely wasn't working. Nope. Uh, so a little lucky to get away with a cheeky move at the touchy eye. Chinakuni moves to seven and two. Tamawashi with that loss, five and four. Tobizaru up against Okonomi. Okonomi came straight at Tobizaru out of the touchy eye and they traded thrusting attacks. Tobizaru slapped Okonomi's outstretched arms once and then on the next attack slapped them down again and it looked like he might be able to pull this off with Okonomi off balance. But Okonomi doused the Tobizaru movement here and re-engaged. They were body to body when all of a sudden Tobizaru stepped quickly to the side, sent Okonomi forward, gave him a little slap as he went past. <laughs> Spectacular win for Tobizaru. What are we learning about Tobizaru? Oh, no, we're learning that you can't understand him. Well, yeah, exactly. Let's try and take some data away from this that I can put into my 1,000 row, 1,000 column Tobizaru spreadsheet. I guess it's that at the moment Tobizaru is hard to drop to the ground. He's keeping his feet uh, really steady. Would you say that? Um, yes, but he's not really letting people get... No, he is letting people get it close enough to do that. But when they do get close, he's very, very hard. Yeah, because Okanumi had a few tugs on him for yeah. sure. I think we're also learning that he is quite patient and he knows that his sumo doesn't always get a result quickly. Mm. And so he's learning maybe to find opportunities yeah. to find that win. And perhaps be a little bit more patient. I think whatever it is, we're seeing a ricochet maturing very quickly at the highest level, mm. which isn't a, it's not the most conducive place to learning. <laughs> Let's just say that. Well, he must have innate skill to have gotten there. Of course. He's got a lot of skill. And so now he's learning when or how to put that skill into action. I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got to this point by surprising everyone with his style, but now he's, these bouts are going longer and day after day, we're walking away going, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I guess the other thing we learned today is that Okanumi isn't in great form. Okay, he's yeah, two well, it, and seven. Yeah, there's a bit of that. He's on the, the road to Kachikoshi. And Tobizaru is six and three with that win. Endo against Kodnowaka. And after a hairy moment post-touchy eye, Endo was patient on the belt. But he was always moving forward against Kodnowaka, which is really important. He got nice and close. He got his arms wrapped around Kodnowaka, who had his own grip, but Endo broke one hand off and Endo's belt was looser as well. It allowed him more movement and he could get Kodnowaka out Yorikiri. 
That's three in a row for Endo now. Yeah, and I think we have to say that Kodnawaka's form is is not great. Uh, he was out uh, for the COVID as part of the, the COVID stables. So, you know, maybe there was a training issue. He didn't have it, but, you know, the training was disrupted and Absolutely. it can't have been a pleasant time. So maybe he's been a bit affected by that because he's not looking great. He's looking a bit slow off the touchy eye and letting people get right into his grill. Yes. And he doesn't like that one bit. Uh, Endo, if you're a fan, I think there are very encouraging signs from this win. Who knows what's going to happen for him in the remainder of this basho. He now moves to five and four, Kodnawaka three and six. Meisei was up next against Wakataka Kage. Meisei charged forward at the Tachiai, but Wakataka Kage was ready and waiting and he pushed up and under the Meisei attacks. He thrust again here and again and created a gap in between the two rikishi. Wakataka Kage didn't waste a second here. He filled that gap with some fierce Tsupati thrusting attacks that completely obliterated Meisei, pushing him backwards and sending him over the bales. I was really looking forward to this bout, uh, two guys who were going fairly well, but Wakataka Kage just made sure he stayed close and Meisei couldn't get his arms in at the end once Wakataka Kage got going. Meisei had a good start, I thought, but yeah, it went downhill from there once Wakataka Kage negated his all of his attack. Yeah. <laughs> Wakataka Kage looking good. He's five and four on the score that pretty much everybody is, five and four or four and five, because <laughs> Meisei's on the same. He's also five and four. Takara Fuji at Magashira 1, having a difficult time of it, up against Magashira 2, Hokuto Fuji, and a slow moving forward of a powerful Hokuto Fuji. There were slaps ringing through the Kokugikan. He got Takara Fuji on the back foot immediately. He dropped his head. He got low and up under the arms. And Takara Fuji, he's got no answers. And unfortunately, it's his Makakoshi. Yeah, there's just not a lot of... Um, belief in his sumo at the moment. Um, he was in the position where he normally can brace and fight back, but um, not today. Hokuto Fuji came at him too hard. He's now 6'3", Hokuto Fuji. Yeah. Uh, so good. in contrast, the Maegashira 2s and 3s are starting to build. Poor old Maegashira 1s, Takara Fuji being one of them. He gets his Makakoshi, as you said. He's 1 and 8, Hokuto Fuji 6 and 3. We've got the other Maegashira one now. We've got Onosho up against Komasubi Takiyasu. You've got to feel for this Maegashira one, yeah. guys. It's yeah. just... It's all about stemming the flow from it, now on, I think. It's just relentless. Uh, Takiyasu, did you notice he was going off the long run-up today? And that just said to me, confidence. Yes. And when they met, there was just this air about Takiyasu. It was like he was moving in slow motion as he just stepped past the Onosho attacks hit Onosho with high thrusts before shifting his weight and slapping Onosho down to the dirt. Hataki Komi. First Kachikoshi in Makuchi. And it was lovely to see it, uh, to hear Takayasu's voice in his interview. Got his Kachikoshi interview. Um, he's got a very deep voice and uh, he, he doesn't speak a lot, but he spoke confidently and uh, it was lovely to see. Onosho, yeah, I mean, Takayasu just got a great angle on him. <laughs> From the initial shove, yeah. shoved him to the side and then came at him from the side. It, it definitely feels like Onosho on his day is capable of taking down Sanyaku Rikishi, no doubt about it. But Takiyasu is just on another level today. 
Yes, and he is eight and one. Onosho is two and seven. Just a reminder for Road of Kachikoshi, if you haven't heard it before, we're uh, optimists here at Sumo Monichi. So we think if someone's um, on seven losses that they have every possibility of still getting their Kachikoshi. He only needs uh, six more wins. Yes, exactly. So we call it the Road to Kachikoshi. <laughs> Because we want everyone to get a positive score. Kirabiyama was up next against Sekiwake Takanosho. Takanosho having one of these days where no opposition is to be brooked. Straightforward Oshisumo. Kirabiyama is kept out of the touchy eye and powered out via some shoves on the stomach. I thought Kirabiyama might have put up a fight mm, here. He didn't. No, he didn't. Not at all. No fight. Takanosho here breaks his two-day losing streak. So I think... This is exactly the kind of bout you want to do that with. So he did lose to Daesho and Meisei, mm-hmm. but a win today steadies the ship for Sekiwake Takanosho. Six and three for him. Kirabiyama with that loss is three and six. It's interesting that Takanosho lost over those two days that to Meisei and Daesho. Like they have fairly similar styles of sumo, don't they? I mean, he kind of knew that Kirabiyama wasn't going to come at him with a Nodawa straight well, away. I just wonder if it's him maybe concentrating a little bit more on that powerful touchy Could eye, be. which is the way he got beaten both days, I believe. Mm. Could be. Good job, Takanosho. Sekiwake Terunofuji, Maegashira 4, Miyogiryu up next. Miyogiryu went straight at Terunofuji, buried himself in close. Terunofuji just locks up the arms of poor old Miyogiryu and marched him back over the bales. Brutally effective sumo from Terunofuji. Yeah, the arm lock up again. It's his, his new way. <laughs> oh, we've seen it not work for him, but today it was like Miyogiri couldn't do anything. Yeah, well, he put his arm straight around Terunofuji and Terunofuji was like, clamp down. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll take you out with that. Miyogiri, four losses in a row after a great start. Remember on on day five, we were like, oh, maybe he's in Yusho contention. We're really early on that. Oh, so is that four losses in a row for him? Yeah, four Ouch. losses in a row. Yeah. Yep. So Kimidashi win for Terunofuji and he is on seven and two. Magashira three, Shimano Umi up against Ozeki Asanayama. And it was much better today from Asanayama. You would have expected it against Shimano Umi, to be honest. If he got beaten by him, it'd be a big, big problem. He got his right arm, Asanayama got his right arm inside around Shimano Umi. His left hand holding his arm up and pushing him back. I mean, we say this is Ozeki Sumo from Asanayama, but the the two days before are the real worries. But today at least he could put away Shimano Umi. Yeah, looked unstoppable. Poor old Shimano Umi. Hasn't had a lot of luck against uh, Sanyaku. Hasn't really put up much resistance. And today was just rolled by an inform Asanyama. And with that win, he moves to six and three. Shimano Umi is now on the road to Kachikoshi or RTK. As we say, if we get a little busy, he's two and seven. Ozeki Shodai and Komasubi Daesho. Oh boy, buckets at the ready. Daesho opens with high Nodawa attacks that obviously unsettled Shodai. Daesho continues pushing and thrusting high on the neck of Shodai. Shodai just couldn't muster a defence here and he was taken back and over the bales. Daesho looked deadly today. He really did. It was very similar to Asanayama where he just doubles them over backwards. They get pushed over so hard that they can't (laughs) readjust their body and they can't move to the side, they can't break it. I... 
went back and watched um, one of Daesho's losing videos. Oh, from losing earlier bouts this week. Oh, last from week. earlier, yeah, in this basho. And what works is getting close to him or when he's put on the back foot, which means you need to either move him to the mm. side and get close or, or get close by coming underneath or something like this. Like you can't let him just get a nod away from the start. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean we've been uh, looking uh, closely at short eye's touchy eye and it has been a little lacking as far as aggression. Yeah. And Daesho just completely exploits it today. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a little mad at Shodai here because he didn't really do anything to help himself. Yeah, you know what's coming, right? I think you know what's coming. And I think if you're an Ozeki, you should at least be able to try something to combat it. And I don't think he was able to even try anything. It wasn't even like, you know, some of his other losses where he gets circled round a bit and then something else goes mm. wrong. You know, he, he just went straight out. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. But Komasubi Daesho, after a very shaky start to this basho, moves to four and five. Well, that I'm happy with. Uh, Ozeki Shodai on the same score. The final bout of the day, Ozeki Takakesho and Komasubi Mitakuyumi. So again, all three, there's no way all three Ozeki can win day nine and that hasn't happened. But let's see what happens with Takakesho. Mitakuyumi won against him in January. Before that, it was Takakesho twice in a row. And today... It was all Takakesho. Some good work on the chest here. His shoves landed much harder than Mitakuyumi's. And it was a Oshidashi win for Ozeki Takakesho. He's 6-3 and he only needs two more to shed that Kataban status. I always imagine it like a cloak. It's getting closer for Takakesho. I think it's going to happen for him. Mitakuyumi, he's 4-5. and five. So let's look at the leaderboard. We've got Takiyas. Puppy us out the front on eight wins. On seven, Terunofuji and Chionokuni. And on six, Asaniyama, Takakesho, Takanosho, Hokutafuji, Tobizaru, and Teretsuyoshi. We have some late news that's just come in. Mm. Double brother win today. Oh, double brother win. It was a double brother win. Oh. So sorry we didn't uh, mention that earlier. Oh, but you guys were probably screaming it. Hidenumi and Tobizaru did win. Double so brother win. Bless. Good stuff. Let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. Well, who does this stuff? Tomorrow, Takakesho takes on Takiyasu. Why? Takakesho, Takiyasu. Yes. Mm. What? Too early. Too early. Too early. What are we meant to watch on Sunday? Anyway. I'm very critical of this. It just doesn't make any sense. Because other bouts, let's have a look at the other leaders. Terana Fuji takes on Shimanoumi. Yep. Chiyanakuni takes on Okonomi. Interestingly, those two guys are both taking on Rikishi, who are at two and seven. Hmm. Seems. Doesn't like seem a right. Stitch up. <laughs> Bit of a stitch up. Let's look at the other son, Yaku. Rikishi Shodai takes on Myogiryu. Takanosho takes on Asunayama. I think that's going to be one to keep an eye on. Uh, Onosho takes on Mitakumi. And Hokuto Fuji takes on Daesho. You are going to need to watch that bout with a welding mask on. The sparks <laughs> are going to be flying. They have a 6 6 head to head record. Wow. I think that'll be a classic. There might be some blood in that one. The I blood think... might be back. <laughs> Get your mouths ready. Blood will be flying. Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Manichi today. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow. See ya. Bye.
Yeah, baby, yeah.